Hey, so as you guys are heading back to your seat, I love, love the fact that we are back together. After 84 days of being apart, whoever said distance makes the heart grow fonder, maybe there was something to that. I just missed you guys. So we are, it is good to be back in the same room together after almost three months. And, uh, and or for Rush, for some of you guys that came to Rush, how many of you guys were at Rush with us back in, in the beginning of the summer? So I see a lot of very unfamiliar faces, and I don't know all of you anyway, but I know when I don't see a face that I've seen before, uh, or when I see a face that I haven't seen before, something like that. So a lot of new faces, and I love that. So we are so glad that you're here with us, and, uh, and I hope this isn't the only night that you show up. So I hope this is some, some place that every single week, every Wednesday, you look forward to being here, and, uh, and we just grow together. So um, I'm excited about this year. I'm excited about where we're going. I'm excited about kicking a balloon off the stage, and, uh, and I hope you guys are ready, because there's some, there's some things we're going to be doing this, this year, uh, some stuff we're going to be talking about in here on Wednesday night, just some stuff we're going to be doing in our groups, just some things that are going to happen throughout the year that's really, really exciting. So I hope you guys are excited for, uh, for the year ahead. It's good to be back together. How many of you guys have missed this? Let me hear you. You missed this? So uh, let me ask you seniors, seniors, are you, re- you ready to lead this year? I, another thing I love, I love that this senior class all summer long for a lot of them have been meeting and just talking through how they can lead well this year and just some ideas they have of how they can make Reckless better and, uh, and that kind of thing. So I love the fact that they've really just kind of taken ownership of being seniors and leading and, uh, and looking forward to how God's going to use you guys this year to, uh, to lead this ministry. So uh, I do want to introduce somebody that we're glad that are here tonight. Um, actually, a couple people. So where are the parents at? Parents, are you here? Let me hear you, parents. <laughs> it's weird because last night was the middle school kickoff, and there are parents everywhere, and they love that, and they you know, want to make sure their sixth grader gets connected or whatever. And then something happens with high school, and it's like, Mom, Dad, don't come. You're embarrassing me. And so the parents don't feel like they can come, but parents, we're glad that you're here. And, uh, and even if you are sitting back there in the back, we're glad that, you are, that you're with us tonight. Um, the other group of people I want to introduce to you, and actually I want to make them stand, are our adult leaders. So if you are an adult leader that is serving with us in Reckless this year, I want you guys to look around, and get, you can give them a round of applause. So here's, here's the great thing about this, all right? You guys, hopefully you'll get to know me a little bit, and I'll get to know you a little bit, but the, the people that are standing that just sat down because now they want to sit, they, they, they are the ones that are going to get to know you the most. They are the ones that are going to show up every single Wednesday night that are showing up, praying, and believing that God's going to use them in your life to speak truth, to walk you through tough issues, to encourage you in your faith, to introduce you to who God is and what he can do with your life, if maybe you, you don't know that. And so those are the people that really make our ministry run and, uh, and that do so much for you guys every single week. So your small group leader, first impression people, security people, um, all the adults that serve in every capacity on our team, we, uh, we're so glad that, uh, that you're here with us and serving these students. So um, I'm going to be really, really brief tonight, all right? So you can say thank you for that. You're welcome. Because there's only one word that I want to say tonight. 
And not literally one word that I want to say, or I would have already said it, but one word that I want to speak for a few minutes about. All right? And it's one word that I, that I think really summarizes this year. If there was going to be one thing that I want this year to be about, one thing that I believe God as a ministry wants us to, to, uh, to make it this about this year, um, one thing for us to under, understand, one thing for us to pursue more together, it is this one word. All right, and this word starts with the letter F, and it's the word freedom. All right, if there is one thing that I want us to understand and experience more of this year, it is this word freedom. Now, freedom can mean different things to different people, all right? So I don't know what, what goes through your mind when you first heard, hear that word freedom. Maybe it's a couple different things, all right? Maybe... The first thing you think of when you hear freedom, just listen. We don't hear any middle schoolers out there. We weren't cooped up in a glass stairwell waiting for the doors to open, waiting for middle school to finish. (laughs) So other than the middle school pastor, Brad, who's back there. Look, we love middle schoolers. But it's nice, they've got their own night, right? And it's good for them, Tuesday night now. And some of you seniors um, are, are showed up last night, and a lot of, any of you seniors really can jump in as small group leaders in middle school and serve those students, which is great. And we would love for more of you guys to do that than have already signed up to do that. But having separate nights for them is good for them. Having a set, our own night, we've got the building to ourselves, Right? There's no middle schoolers around. There's nobody else. We don't have to worry about, oh, we can't go in that room yet because middle school is in that room. Right? I mean, maybe to a certain extent, there's a little bit of freedom in that. <laughs> Woo. Maybe for you, freedom happens every single Monday through Friday when that bell rings at 325 or 330 or 335 or whatever that bell rings. All right, you're with me on that one. So maybe to you, that's freedom, right? Bell rings, all right, shut up, teacher, don't care. I'm out of here, deuces. I'll see you guys back tomorrow or on Monday. I'm free, I'm out of this place, I'm going home, I'm going to hang out with my friends, whatever, all right? Maybe that's freedom to you. Maybe freedom to you is, man, red, white, and blue, right? America, right? Let's sing a patriotic song and let's celebrate our freedom, and, which is a great thing. And that's what, maybe when you think freedom... That's what you think about is this country and the freedom that we have and that we're grateful for. Maybe you think of an inmate who, I mean, I I don't know if any of you have been in prison. Hopefully not. But you can just imagine, you know, if, if you had been locked up for any amount of time and they said, hey, guess what? Today's the day and those doors open and you are a free man or woman and you walk out of that. And how freeing that is, how incredible that is, that, 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 uh, feeling. So I don't know what you think about when you think of freedom. Maybe, maybe you just think about freedom to you is just the ability to do your own thing, right? You're an adult, you know, maybe you're a senior, or maybe now you're a freshman, and you think, I'm in high school, like I can do my own thing, I can make my own decisions. I've got freedom to run my life, and I can do what I want, right? We think of any number of things when freedom comes up, but there really is, here's what I want, to, want you to get out of just these few minutes. There really is only one source of freedom, 
Freedom is only found in one place, and, and freedom has been made available. It is accessible to every single one of us. But the source of true freedom doesn't come with us living however we want to live our lives. It comes with us living as we were created to live. Us experiencing true freedom is not doing whatever we want and living however we want. It's us living the way that we were originally created to live. That's true freedom. And the challenge for all of us, no matter where you find yourself in this room, all of us started in the same place in that freedom. We may have thought we had freedom, but yet we haven't. That freedom was just something that we dreamed about, something that we imagined, something that we all desire and we want. But none of us started on this planet living in freedom. The truth is, the only source of freedom, the only one who gives us freedom is Jesus. Here's what he says. Galatians 5.1, here's what the Apostle Paul says. He says, so Christ has truly set us free. There's nothing else that set us, sets us free. There's nothing else in this world, in this planet, in our lives, or what we can make our lives about that ultimately will bring us true freedom and true satisfaction. And Jesus is the one that should be able to determine what freedom is about because he's the one that gave up his life for it. He is the one that gave up his life. He's the one that left heaven and came down to earth and died and gave up took on our sin and our shame and our punishment and he died on the cross and then he gave us freedom. He made freedom possible when he rose up from the grave. That's where freedom comes from. And so since Jesus is the one that made freedom possible, Jesus is the only one that can give that freedom away. And all of us come enslaved to something But Jesus has come so that all of us could have freedom. And so my question to you in just these few minutes is, do you really have freedom? If Jesus is the only one that gives freedom, do you really have freedom? Because here's here's what I believe tonight. There's a lot of you that have walked in the room, and I love the fact that that you have come in, and maybe you have no clue about who Jesus is or what this whole thing is like, and you came because you heard there were going to be hot girls here, and so you showed up, or some friend was like, hey, there's going to be melon mushroom and pizza, or you just want to get out of the house away from mom and dad. And so whatever the reason, you showed up here tonight. And I love the fact that you're here, but there are so many of you who have walked into this room enslaved. Maybe you're enslaved to whatever struggle or temptation that you deal with on a daily basis. Maybe you are enslaved to those negative views that you have of yourself. That low self-esteem, that low self-worth, those things that other people have said about you. And you have become a, a slave to that because you have believed those things about yourself. Maybe you've become enslaved to the guilt and shame that you walk around with every single day because of what's in your past. Or because what your summer has looked like since Rush, and it wasn't what you hoped your summer was going to look like. You hoped that you were going to live on that high, and you were going to love Jesus just as much as you loved him at Rush. And yet, you got back home, and the summer happened, and it just seemed like you got punched in the face with just all these mistakes and things that you've done. And you, have, you feel enslaved to whatever sin and shame that you're carrying around tonight. 
Maybe tonight you're enslaved to fear. You're a freshman and you're new to high school and this whole thing just freaks you out and you went from being like the, you know, the top dog in middle school to now like, you know, everybody looks like they want to hurt you and it's not cool and you're, you know, maybe there's, for whatever reason, you're, you're feeling some anxiety, you're feeling some fear, maybe there's stuff going on in your life, these burdens that you're carrying and you're just enslaved to those things. And you know about Jesus, and you've heard about Jesus, and you've sung about Jesus. But are you really experiencing freedom in Jesus? There are some of you who, over the last year, you've showed up every single week, and you've worshipped your little heart out, and you've sung songs, and you've gone into small groups, and you've talked about your relationship with Jesus. But maybe the whole time you've just been going through the motions, you've just been putting up this facade, this whole thing has just been fake. And if people watched your life and the way that you lived, would they really get a true picture of what freedom is all about? If your life was supposed to speak about the freedom that Jesus offers you and me, would that really paint an accurate picture of what this is supposed to be about? Here's what Paul finishes up in Galatians 5 with. Verse 13, he says, For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters. But don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. Here's what I want to challenge us to do this year. I want this year to be about freedom. Not necessarily doing whatever we want and not thinking about consequences or whatever. Not living our lives as we see fit. But of us getting back to say, God, who have you created me to be? Who have you created me to live? God, since you're the only one that is the source of freedom. Jesus, I want to learn as much as I can about the life that you've called me to. And I don't want to just half-heartedly sing some songs about it on Wednesday night. I don't want to show up and put up this facade. I don't want to walk, walk around carrying these burdens that I've been carrying around for far too long. God, I want to live my life with the freedom that you offer. That the name reckless be synonymous with the word freedom. That's who we are, and we live that out. And every single day, not just in here, but when we're on a school campus, when we're at our home, when we're in our neighborhoods, wherever it is that we go, we live our lives with the freedom that Jesus offers us. We no longer walk around carrying sin and shame. We no longer walk around carrying this fear and anxiety. We no longer worry about our past being brought up because Jesus has forgiven that. Because you and I have put our faith and trust in Jesus, and we've experienced that forgiveness, we are free. And we live every single day in that freedom. And this year that all of us go on a journey together and we discover what freedom really is all about. Are you guys with me on that? That's what I want this year to be about. And as we close up tonight, that's what I want us to sing about as we finish up. That it is not about us, it's not what we've done, it's not about us walking in here, following some rules or whatever. It's about us living and experiencing and celebrating the the freedom that Jesus has offered us through the cross. Because he conquered sin, and he conquered death, and he conquered the grave when he rose up out of it. And because he did that, 
you and I can walk out of the grave as well. We no longer are dead, but we've been made alive. We are free from our sin. We're free from our past, and we can sing about it, and we can celebrate it, and we can show up here every single week and lose our mind because we understand what freedom is all about. Are you guys with me on that? So I want you guys to get on your feet. I want you guys to come up here. And I want us to sing and celebrate the freedom that Jesus has offered us.